Whoa, chill Wednesday. We are here. Uh, I am here. Uh, your host. God damn it, Kai. You missed that whole. We you missed that whole intro. That whole. Are we recording now? Yeah, we're recording now. All right, cool. So everybody can know you missed that whole intro. That entire little dialogue that we had. Look at Morielle's disappointment. I'm a little disappointed, Kai. Cause you was, I thought you was playing the intro song. Yeah, we was, man. But we turned that off like five minutes ago. Come on, producer. Yeah. yeah. Hello, man. Hey, I came outside this shit on today, man. Yeah. Came outside today, water on water on water. Sunday. However you wanna play, choppers on choppers on choppers. Uh, yoppers. I live at the bank, comes on comers on commas, Yeah. Uh. Paper route, Frank, hundreds on hundreds on hundreds. Yeah. Bing bang. What's that round my neck? Baggers on baggers on baggers. Yeah, yeah. Just fucked up a check, fashion on fashion on fashion. Yeah, yeah. Mansion party, nothing but bitches on bitches on bitches. <laughs> Bad. Smoking smartish, why they shaking ass and titties? Sunday. Yellow, rose, white, gold. I got on three tones. Chocolate bitch, super thick. In a camouflage stone. All that ass you dead wrong. Rich niggas in the building. Broke niggas go home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she just wanna have some drinks and have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Grant Franklin Jackson, them my real day ones. Yeah, yeah. Been about the weed, feels about the cons. Uh-huh. Her hair so good, I said I quit, little bitch, you won. God damn. I bought Eliante diamonds for my son. Princess cuss when I laugh back at in my chum. A <laughs> hundred million off that rap shit, then I'm done. Hey. I can't wait to smoke a op and then make bun. Yeah, yeah. Came outside uh, today. We back, though. We back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Podcast, which is just going to start premiering on Wednesdays now. But yeah. it's, I mean, it's still World Chill Wednesday. Like, that's still a thing. We might go live on Wednesdays, but we don't. We, we don't have to just be shackled to Wednesday. We're bigger than Wednesday. Um, thank you all for bearing with us. Those who have returned with us, we took the month of April off just to catch a breath. You know, experiment. Let life go. No, I, 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 the real life is a thing. Like, <laughs> you know, well, I think, and I, I think it was a good time for all of us to be able to, you know, like. I feel like everybody, you know, it was a good time for everybody to take a little break. Wait for my wife, man. No shit, boy. <sighs> oh, damn, I'm sorry. It's, it's nah, you good. Nah, you good, man. You good. <laughs> you good. I was very excited when I woke up today to come, even though we're starting off with really dreary topics. I do want to kind of start off just like a little bright, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm here. Hi, Colin, also known as Tune Day. You can follow me at A-Tune Day, A-Y-E-E underscore Tune Day. We got Morio here. Uh, wishing it was me on Instagram. You wish I was you. Ooh. You know how I came up with my Instagram name? Because people ask a lot. Oh my gosh, really? That's so funny. Well, uh, freshman year at CM Home, uh, I broke up with my boyfriend. And I thought we were going to get back together, but it didn't happen. But he went and got another girlfriend, like, right after. You didn't, bro. And then she, he got, like, her name tatted on his neck. Like, the whole thing. Like, I was like... Drop. But that when he was stupid. with her, I was telling myself that he was wishing it was me. Ooh. Yeah. So this whole this whole kind of brand that you built was based off of somebody else. 
assumption. I don't want to. I'm not trying. You know what I mean? Because we we've been. It's, it's been a long day, and I you know not you know I'm no, not trying Instagram to go too crazy is just on like you. Based on the size of my ego, even when he with somebody else, you know, I'm telling myself that he's with you. Hey, hey listen. That's all I'm gonna say is, bro. All I'm gonna say. Women are really terrible people. <laughs> Uh, all I'm all I'm gonna say is Ice Spice did say he probably blowing her back wishing it's me because he know that that's fact. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, boy. I'm just saying. I love Ice, Ice Spice. Ice Got it this summer. You know, so I can't fun. really say that I've ever been blowing somebody's back out and in a moment wishing that it was somebody else's back that I was blowing out. In the moment, I, in the moment, I'm generally yeah, I'm generally appreciating the back that I'm current currently blowing out, or I'm either focusing on not messing up the stroke or not nothing, or I'm astounded by the work that I'm putting in at the moment. I appreciate you letting me do this, son. This is the only back I've been thinking. <laughs> Thank you for this opportunity. I'm glad to be employed here. I've been looking at this company for a long time. Yo, yeah, not look, not too much on me, yo. You know what I'm saying? Quill is here. <laughs> Quill is here. <laughs> we found Quill, you know what I'm saying? Uh J45 is here. Um we as might. always. Hell not yeah. as always. You weren't here. Uh shout out to the mix. Um we was at the mix a couple of weeks ago and um four or five was not here and I destroyed and absolutely mangled all of that audio. Sorry, y'all. It's I hard got, to believe I, got, I have a degree in this I need, stuff. I need a vacation. <laughs> I got the ick a little bit. I was like, let's just put it all away. <laughs> but the mix was really dope, man. I had a blast, man. I got, um, I had, I had some guests come by and they had a blast. I expected, like, my guests, they said they were really just coming just to pull up on us. And by the time I walked them to the bar, one of them veered off and then came back with a hookah. And I was like, oh, wow, look at this. Like, you know, like, Surprise. You know, my friend Simone, thing, she's yeah. all, like, I was just telling her, like, she just started throwing events, and it's already starting to, like, snowball, and she's, like, starting to go wider in the tri-state. So if you if you throw events and you want to work with someone, Simone, the mix, I can plug you, hit me up. But she was always a no, part no, of No, 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 Don't hit her up. Don't hit her up, and no, we're not plugging you. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. I'm plugging my friend, whatever. But yeah, no, no, we are gonna plug Simone, but nah, don't, don't hit, don't hit her up. She not plugging you. you know what I'm saying. I'll think about it. It's about to be a bunch of random Joe Schmoes that don't got you know a track record that want to do something. Oh yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Never mind. Don't hit me you up. Feel me, like yeah, man. I'm trying to help you weed out the. You know, honestly, I weed them out anyway. I, I started this new thing. Yo, my, I ain't gonna lie. I just dropped this mixtape last week. Uh-uh. And I really feel like, you know, with y'all movement, it could really do something for what I got to do. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe. I restrict here, man. every man that That's follows true. me. I restrict their profile. Uh, so don't, don't fucking message me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> the things y'all have to deal with. Restrict. I got 400 people on my restrict list. That's a lot of shit. I feel like every time you... I feel like every time you see a new follower on your list, it's got to just be like, th- this This is a ticking time bomb. Like, I'm going to get a swipe up on one of my workout videos. Nah, because well, you know what it is. It's always like something so random. It's like 14 followers following 6,000 people. Like, an anime photo as a profile pic. <laughs> no post. Only, that highlights. That's, only your, highlights. that's your That's your secret in my... Yo. 
Them only highlights. I'm going to tell y'all after this. It's, it, I got burners. I'm going to tell. No, but there's a burner and I. Well, I'll tell y'all after this. All right. All right. I'm going to hold you to it. I'll tell y'all after this. The plot thickens. All right. All right um, let's get started with the show. Right. Um, we have a couple of um, very serious topics to start off with. Number one being um, the murder of Jordan Neely. Um, if you're unaware, um, a young man was murdered by a, excuse me, former U.S. Marine um, in a New York subway. Um, the story is that he was going on a rant um, and he was upset in the train going on a rant on how he uh, was unable to eat. And um, I don't know how things progressed, but I didn't watch the video. Things progressed to the point where the Marine put him in a chokehold for 20, I believe, 24 minutes. Dang. I didn't know it was that long. That's crazy. <laughs> so, um, excuse me. Some allergies, bro. As good as this weather is out today, bro. And the 70s is my weather. I'm a 70s type of person, but the pollen is oh, ridiculous. Man. 72, my favorite, my favorite weather number. Bro. I see 72, bro. Well, I say today was a good day. Yeah. Today was a good day. He said, oh, shit. Well, to get back to the Jordan Neely uh, situation, the coroner did rule his death a homicide. The Marine, I'm not sure if that person's name was released. Um, he was questioned and then let go. Uh, I would hope that they'd keep tabs on him, bring him back in, because that was ruled a homicide, so now there does need to be some sort of a case. I don't know in what situation in which someone yelling or someone having um, a mental breakdown but not actually harming somebody would call for you to restrain, not just restrain somebody, put somebody in a rear choke hold. For 24 minutes and what court of law that could stand and not be ruled a homicide however this man is a marine he's served and he's able-bodied so he's not like one of the dudes that's like standing on in the you know he's not he's not one of the dudes that got half a leg Mm-mm. you know that he they just tossed cars. on the side that's homeless right now he's a standing able-bodied veteran who I don't know if he's active military who you know they're clearly going to stand by as an American hero and like, that's what they're trying to paint we him live as. in such a world of misinformation because the first time I heard about this I heard he was killed by another homeless person like, mm. that's what I heard like I didn't even know exactly like all of the things you just named all these you gotta move your mic bro my bad. You gotta, slide, you gotta slide it down on your shirt. Hey, he could be a homeless marine because they honestly don't do a lot for some of the people that come veterans. home. There's no, there's literally there's a, a whole bunch of homeless yeah, yeah, veterans. Yeah, you know what I mean? So may, like maybe he could have been homeless, but yeah, just hold that shit for when you want to. Well, like, you know what I noticed about like the Jordan Neely case? It's like some more bullshit. Well, it's all bullshit. Like there's so many names to remember. It's like you can hardly keep up with the amount of black pain we see all the time. Oh, it's impossible. But um, it's just worth noting that I blame capitalism and I blame gentrification because when there is no authority present, white people feel like they should be policing 
everyone. Well, they and do that without capitalism. If, but it's capitalism because you're you're watching somebody who's complaining about not eating, and we're so desensitized. They're like, just shut this guy up, and people just watched it happen. Like, and oh yeah, I hate this climate that we're in where people just take their phone out and record and just like are bystanders for shit that they should be playing an active role in like how do you say that's what I'm saying cause in, it, in any situation and see somebody helpless for 24 minutes that doesn't make any sense to me but honestly I, I, I bought up capitalism because people felt okay with his life being taken away with him away from him because he was poor and he was black and People, where it happened to those black boxes? Black lives mattered so much, y'all put it on the street and wrote it on the asphalt. But like, this black life was taken right in front of y'all, and y'all didn't do anything about it. And it happens far too often. Damn, I lost my train of thought. Anybody else? <laughs> I think also gentrification plays into this because there's so many transplants in New York, and they don't understand that homeless people are just part of the scenery and instead of letting these people who have lived here far longer than you and you're coming into their neighborhoods their communities you're treating everyone like they're vermin or a problem or they shouldn't be here and it's like no just because you moved into a brownstone doesn't mean you own this town like Word. like and like work yourself into the community that you're in stop like obstructing things or making it something that it never we've was. all been on public trans, I've been on public transportation where a dude literally pulled his pants down and took a shit in the back of the bus, bro. And granted, that's a different situation. Ain't nobody gonna start beating on somebody that's taking a shit because <laughs> you got a different. First of all, you disgusting, and you got a different type of weapon that you can hit niggas with. So you don't give a fuck about life, boy. So yeah, I mean, like he was, but he was gone, bro. He was he was in a different world. He he was acting like he was in his own house talking to. Whoever he was talking to, happened. he was literally living out a scene. Like, he opened the door, closed the door, sat down, pulled, you know what I mean? Like, the but, whole like, scene. for him to but, be homeless, like, maybe that's what he has to do in his mind to feel comfortable about his absurd circumstances. But, I mean, he has, I mean, he's living in, in different realities. I'm mm. not a psychologist, I can't speak, or a therapist, I can't speak on what his diagnosis is. Mm. But the point is, nobody thought to kill this man. We were really upset. There was one dude in particular that I remember was yelling at the top of his uh, uh, top of his lungs. I got off at the next stop um, and just walked my way to my next bus stop. So you but, know what? I don't need this. Nah. I mean, I was you know what I'm saying. Yo, yo, I don't need to be to, here. For shout this. out to the basketball team that was that was with me. I'm saying the people <laughs> that was there. You know what I'm saying, but we we got off at the next stop and then just walked our way to our next stop to get back to school. But like. You know, the bus kept sure the bus people, kept going, bro. I'm like sure it was people that kept riding the bus kept bus. going. Yeah, no, no, no. The driver kept going. Bus kept going. Driver didn't say nothing. You know what I'm saying that's, but that's that's, that's the riding the bus. Look, that I'm, that's riding the bus in DC, bro. Like, Yo, if you ride a bus in, in, in Northwest or Northeast DC, like you know, that's that's what that's you know that's what you gotta deal with. Imagine being dumb late to work one day, bro, and you just rush onto the fucking bus and you just step into some human shit on the <laughs> bus right as you sit. All down, right, bro. cursing. Oh, my bad, my bad. My bad. <laughs> You said ten minutes. I forgot about it. <laughs> we had, we had fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it was in the seat. No, it was, was in the home. seat, like, bro. The back, like, oh, you know, you know, like the back right seat, like that back right seat in the bus. I don't know how y'all, but what, I don't know how y'all buses would like, you know, like the buses, like the stand, not like a coach bus type. You know what I mean, like I said, that's disrespectful. That back right seat, bro. Like he just, bro, like just violated that jump, bro. 
You never get over that. This is and why the whole and in the meantime, across from us was a across from us was an op trying to sell us oils. So now it smells like oils and shit. That's a bad mix. The dog. Nobody killed the dude though. Nobody killed. At least as far as like not that day. Or at least not in that moment. Nobody killed him. So yeah, you cannot be the judge, jury, executioner. I really my biggest question all at once. But you're a Marine, so they're probably gonna let this slide. However, he's also tactically trained to kill. So Literally. If boxers are not allowed to get into fights because their hands are registered lethal weapons, what happens when a trained trained Marine puts somebody in a rear chokehold and the person dies? A civilian who was going through a manic attack. Yeah. And I've I've had I've been through a manic I've had a manic episode before. And I pray to God somebody don't ever kill me in that moment. It happens too often. He's not the only person that had a mental breakdown. Rest in peace to like Najee. That. But we're used to this happening Rest in with peace the to Najee Seabrooks, Patterson, New Jersey. Let us also say that. I don't know if we ever got, if we got a chance to say that because of how long we've been off. But rest in peace to Najee Seabrook. And much love and respect to Patterson, New Jersey. Dude, and my- the Patterson Healing Collective. All I got to say about that shit is one... <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. It's like, how mad do you have to be about somebody just ranting on a bus? Because I don't know if I'm just like good at minding my business, but if I see somebody, if I see somebody doing some weird shit in the street, I feel like I do what any rational person would do and just mind my shit and turn my music up a little bit more, maybe, or some shit like that. Take that over the person trying to solicit bread or trying to give me a sob story for why they. Why, whatever, you know what I'm saying? What's going and, on? And not for nothing, like, again, I haven't seen nothing on this shit. Like, I don't know how many people was in the vicinity, but all, like, all of them bystanders, like, nobody thought that was a little OD. Like, just no. They helped them. Like, nobody. It was people holding them, too. Like, it was other people holding, help, like, helping the dude hold them. Like, but think about how simple that situation really is, though. Like, that's a situation, hold your mic, that's a situation that $10 could have solved. Like, you feel me? And no cap, bro. lost their entire life. Like, if the entire basis of it was, yo, I'm hungry, I'm upset, no matter how much you don't want to hear that, if you really want to shut me up. But get this, yo. Apparently, this. Jordan Neely's mother was decapitated. Hey, yo. He was known to New York City police. This is from New York Post, and I can't believe I'm quoting New York Post because I can't stand y'all. But <laughs> they said that he allegedly started ranting aggressively. I don't know what that means. But at the time of his death, Jordan was known to New York City police as a troubled drifter who frequently uh, complained of mental illness, telling cops he was schizophrenic and sometimes even suicidal. Um, I'm trying to... Um, and they talk about this where he, he, um, he spiraled into a mental illness after his mother's brutal murder over 10 years ago. And allegedly his mother was decapitated by her abusive, I don't know if it was her boyfriend, husband, spouse, whoever it was. So now when you, so now when you sit back and you think about the person, everybody who was in that train is going to have to sit here and think about what they witnessed y'all all all gotta sit here and think about that bro y'all just witnessed 
the murder of a man who was just broken because he was dealt so many heavy, heavy causes. That's a heavy ass cause. And not for nothing, just to put it into perspective, movies might make that shit look easy, but like, if that's true, decapitating somebody at home? I don't know if he witnessed it, but but either way, like the act that, is so that, violent and ridiculous, and it takes a while, yeah, bro. Like it's not say, e- it's like not can't have no it's not. I mean, you easy. can have a funeral for it real. It is but not like, easy at all. I can't have no funeral, especially I'm not, not talking like open casket funeral like, yeah, when I know that's not. what happened to my. Not, but just like scientific <laughs> facts of the matter, it's not something that you can do in like a one stroke. Right. Like, like think think about things. Think about think because I'm just hack ads in my. Like scientifically speaking, that's crazy. Because think about things that you normally keep in the house, and which of those things could take somebody's head off easily? Nothing. None. It, <laughs> Nothing. None. Because it shouldn't be happening. Like, yeah. like. But I what I also will say is just that it's not a coincidence. Like all these gruesome murders have been happening, and like it's a symptom of the times like the pandemic has had wild repercussions oh, like well this type this type of stuff has, has been happening all throughout history oh, and one thing that happening. i've taken during our months but it's hot time right is now. i've really gotten into well i've always been into true crime but i found all these little podcasts where it's like little known like either wild stories or like little known like serial killers and things like that between like and i found out what two countries in the world have the most serial killers the United States and who else? Britain. Bing bong. With the most white men? Hello. Yeah. Makes sense. Checks out. Everything tracks. Yeah. I mean, but like, I'm only bringing that up because if you think about it in the context of the current events, those little cheerleaders just got killed for being in, like, somebody killed them. And then Wait, there, what happened? There's some cheerleaders that got into the wrong car and they got shot. Oh, wow. And then there is the boy who rang the wrong doorbell. Yep. He got fucking shot. There was another guy. He was at a gas station with his uh with the mother of shot. She's pregnant at the time. He went into an identical car. It was in Atlanta. He went into an identical car, like thinking it was his car. Mm-hmm. And the person shot and killed him. And she's pregnant in the next car right there waiting. Like just witness all this happen. Like, yo, that's insane. Like, you just make a, because he was on his phone, you make an honest mistake not paying attention, you just lose that's, your whole life. That's that's rough, but unfortunately, I can sympathize with that person. Yeah. Because if I'm carrying, and I'm in Atlanta, where, or even Watch if I'm here, happens. if I'm right here where we at, if, if I'm in Newark, which is, you know, a hotbed for car, th- you know, yeah. for, 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 you know, for cars getting stolen. Uh, nah, I get it. But did homie put the car in gear? Like, did well, he just open the door? Like, how far into the car did you detail. get? Like, it don't matter, bro. You just open up my car door. Never mind. We don't have to get. We don't have to deep dive into this because I don't want to get too much into that stuff. What I do want to get into is the entitlement that comes from certain. The entitlement that comes from a Caucasian, at least right-wing Caucasian thinking type of group of people. And that is even transferred into our former place of education being Seton Hall University. Um, Protect AFAM is a movement that's been, that, that 
I don't know if it was if that name has really just been coined now, but it's a movement that's been going on for quite some time. The Africana Studies Department and um at Seton Hall University has pretty much been under attack, and that's what I'm gonna say it is. It's been under attack for quite some time. Um, for years they've been fighting these good fights. Africana studies used to be uh, a major. Then it went from being uh, a, a major to just being a department. Now, at this point, the department is absolutely dismantled um, to the point where the one remaining faculty member now left. Is it just Pritchett? He is not. Now he is the interim. Uh, but you can't just have one person be everything black yeah. at a university. And Not shout out Pritchett to Dr. Either. Pritchett because Dr. Pritchett has always held us down and always been a major, major, major player. Major player. Um, like, not just at Seton Hall, but in uh, civil rights and black civil rights activism in general. No, he really um, I mean, but like, it's just not fair because I even heard that there were white teachers God. teaching Africana studies. What part of the game is that? I did not hear that. But if I mean, look. My thing is you can be white and teach Africana studies, but you need to be educated properly in Africana studies. And I know, that's gonna be, I, I, I know that's going to be, I know that's going to come out crazy and people be like, oh my God, you can't have a white person. No, no, you can I teach said. Africana studies as a white person, but you need to be teachers. well educated within that. If you need to be qualified funded, to do it. If it's a funded it. program and they're allowed to be there, great. But it shouldn't be one or the other or instead of. There should be multiple bodies representing Africana studies. And it's so dep it's so small now. And to your point, it's been decimated. If there's only one person doing it or the department is well, that team. done up. So now, the, now they've um, staged yet another uh, sit-in and, and they've occupied President's Hall. Um, if you um, know anything about Seton Hall or the black community at Seton Hall that has happened before multiple times where uh we've occupied President's Hall and um had to protest literally or literally had to demand more attention more funding you know actual action be taken to find adequate and give adequate jobs to <laughs> You know, to, to find professors or to give professors legitimate jobs and pay scales so that they actually want to stay here and teach these courses. But then they make it a matter of, well, no one's taking that class. So if no one's taking it, it's not important. But you're also not putting. In That's what they level. say. But those classes are so those AFAM classes are hard to get into. If you don't apply for for, for, for that AFAM class right like that first day that you're in there that you get a chance you're probably not going to get into it it took me like two three like two and a half three years almost three years to get into an AFAM and it's class still required for your for your major so it's like if it's a requirement was it more accessible I, I when it came to the humanities it was a choice you could have took western civ oh, okay. or these other ones i took AFAM. i took two or three AFAM classes yeah because that's how i that's how i uh that's how I like orchestrated my course load. I wanted to devote my studies to it. And when I was there, I had the resources to have multiple AFAM teachers. So it's really unfortunate that in a predominantly white institution in one of the 13 colonies, one of the oldest 
you know, institutions. Yeah. It's kind of wild that this with is a the school black that predates, you know. Yeah. A lot, like I believe the school. Yeah, school goes back to like the Civil War times. Well, what, what's the what's the? I'm saying? sorry, not Civil Hazard War times. Forward? <laughs> Hazards at forward. Like, come on now. I'm sorry, my high school, my high school went back to Civil War times because people gonna hear that and be like, "What, bro?" Like, no, y'all, my high school is not predates too, the Civil not War. Not too much on her. Not not my. <laughs> college anyways um but the thing that uh sticks out a lot about protect afam is the rhetoric that comes from seton hall which is that of um just dishonest uh, a dishonest institution and um where's my phone let me actually read the The statement statement from the protect afam movement it's getting uh, some traction on social media. Oh, not just social media. They've had they, news interviews. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And we still with them, bro. We, like, you know, we were that we went in there, and when they made their demands, we stood behind them. Like, I, I just happened to be on campus, and they said they wanted some more people around. So, And honestly, you know, yo, they're, like, I was only there for one night, and just stopping by and seeing, like, how much more organized they've got. Like, they've gotten to the point where, like, they got this shit, like, down pack you know what i mean like as far like even when they do get news interviews it's not just anybody talking to the news it's the people that are leaders and that actually like are well versed on the topic so you're not just asking any random student like like they not to say that they don't understand what they're fighting for but they don't know like they know what's at stake right like they know what's at stake they know what they stand behind but like as far as like the people that are actually up front and know the inner workings of what's going on like with the like what the university said, how the dialogue and discourse has been between everybody. Like they're not just interviewing students that aren't seeing that firsthand. You know what and I mean? Let me interject and just say before you read the statement, um, Love Seton Hall is responsible for my livelihood, the beginning of my career. It, the academics was competitive. It was an honor to have been privileged to be able to attend. However, I will, <laughs> I will also nuance it with this information. As a black student, I like going to Seton Hall was education. Like going to Seton Hall, I had a lot, a lot, a lot of racist incidents there. Lottery. So like the fact that they, the climate of the university is like that. Like I saw no nigs allowed at that highlighter party the first week that we were there in 2011, mm-hmm. written on the wall. You know, like that's the kind of thing that is present there. So they need to be more tenacious about creating an environment where we don't have to be confronted with that uncomfortable truth of racism being everywhere even at a prestigious and when it does happen like disciplinary action needs to be swift and concise not don't beat around the bush like and it needs to be valued and heard and they don't have any problem rating anybody's room or making you feel like you don't belong there like Black students don't always oh, make they're, it. They're very open that you're not actually really welcome. Yeah. Here. You're if, you're you've been accepted here, but you're not welcome here. But really quick, let me go down this list of demands that before we go into the actual culture of Seton Hall. Um so the following demands were made to university administration. Number one, we demand that any and all participants of Protect AFAM demonstrations be pardoned from any and all punishment proposed by Seton Hall University policy. So here's something that's interesting. 
back in the day we were allowed to protest. They are no longer allowed to protest. They are also no longer allowed to gather on the university or within the university. I don't know if it's also outside of the university to discuss protesting within the university. Now, what's very interesting about the Protect AFAM um, movement is that they, that the students themselves have already gotten not just the town of South Orange, but also South Orange police. South Orange is the city that Seton Hall is in, if you're unaware but the town and the police are both backing the students. Yeah, they should. Number two, we demand a cluster hire of three to four full-time professors at a minimum who are experienced and recognized as Africana Studies professionals. Number three, we demand the Africana Studies program be reinstated as a department that is fully funded and supported by the institution by spring 2024. Number four, we demand the hire of full-time tenured director of the Africana Studies program. That is a major, major thing. Rest in peace to Dr. Kwame. Yeah. Um, and, the, and that position does not include the demanded part of uh, uh, the demanded three to four full-time professionals. Mm-hmm. So this is outside of the uh, demand number two. So now we're on to number five. We demand the inclusion of Africana Studies students to serve as liaisons with voting power on the search committee for the new director and professors. These kids are incredibly sharp. Number six, we demand both increased and truthful advertisements for AFAM. AFAM is not, not an advertised program within Seton Hall. So you cannot, and we'll get into this later, you cannot question why something is not growing if you are not pouring into it and Seton Hall loves doing that with the black community we can get into that later the final demand is we demand that the black house be reinstated physically as a safe space for black students and a center for the or for the organizations of the black caucus that's after us we didn't have a black house that's something that they that they created that's that's onto them but this is where we're currently at, at Seton Hall, in the same position that our class was in, if worse not off. worse. Worse off. Because we de- we saw the major go. Now they're seeing the entire department go. Yeah. I mean, like, they're, you know how some people lie by omission? Yeah. They, <laughs> they have dismantled it by neglect. Like, if we just take all the light and all the resources, this will not grow, and it will... What is this real This is the hood. Plausible deniability. Mm. Um, and, yo, honestly, I think... Toon it's a nullification. Did, I think Toon said it the best, where it's like... It's one of those things where, like, they kind of give you, um, you know, just that, like, Band-Aid solutions, but they're not, like he said, like, pouring into it. Like, you yeah. can't, you can't just plant a seed... And not water it and expect it to go somewhere. Like it's not, you know, it's kind of something that's always been on the back burner. It's like, oh well, you know, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll give into that, and then like after completely just ignoring it for like however long they let it fester, it just falls off, and they're like, see, like. But this is a part of a larger conversation because I really like history and I really enjoy taking AFAM because I feel like there's been so much that has been obscured for from us on purpose because. In terms of being black, like, the more you know, the angrier you are. 
So they're attacking critical race theory too. They are banning all these different books. Like they do not want to acknowledge the past American I was gonna states, make that United point States earlier has. too when you first started speaking, Colin. I'm like it kinda goes into as well how they're looking into abolishing affirmative action overall. Yeah. Like they you know, I'm like that's kinda two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Yeah. Like Boy, that's them them white folks are feeling the effects of not being the majority right now. Quill, turn your mic down a little bit. I just thought about it. not yet on the on the thing. Yeah, it worked. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All this gaslighting. Oh, I was just like so much gaslighting. But that's what it is. Like if you look on the social media post, it's absolutely ridiculous. Just you know, the anger from white people. And it's like, yo, these are kids who are literally just asking to be able to learn. Why do you want to obstruct these people from learning what they want to learn? They're in school. But we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't, bro. Like we don't do we don't do nothing. We're lazy. They they're literally people on social media telling these kids to get a job. They're college students. They're college students. Y'all are bro, literally like, just y'all are just trolling and just being assholes but it's like it's just the racism it's just it's sad it's sickening and seeing hall continues to lie and say whatever they're gonna say we're in support of students doing x y and z you guys were never in support of us i remember having having to literally lit like there was um a racially motivated incident that happened on missouri's the university of missouri's campus a few years back and um that particular protest, I had a major hand in, in in planning. And we went out, we were outside for hours. And some of our posts actually, like, went up. And we very quickly noticed we're getting reposts from any and everywhere, other schools and everything, but the only school that is not supporting us is Seton Hall. It took us to publicly berate Seton Hall for two days before they finally posted something about how proud they were of us and X, Y, and Z. And underneath that post, all you saw was students lighting them up, like 80 comments worth of them lighting them up. I don't even know. I doubt that post is still up at this point. Y'all have never, ever sided with us. Y'all won't ever and side with us. And don't sad. get it rocked, bro. We know what's up. Like, and, and the sad thing about those comments is just like, unfortunately, in the world we live in, the first people that are going to speak up are not people that stand in solidarity. It's the people that just see something like this and it digs under their skin to the point to where they feel like they got to say something like that or to address it. Like, because I know me, per, like I see something going on, like, you know, I was like, oh, like even when I saw what was going on at Rutgers for the fair wage and all that shit, like I wasn't in the comments like yeah y'all do your thing like i hope they paying you what they paying you but somebody who would have seen that and be like oh maybe you should what are they, like somebody who just got irked by the sight of that for some reason they're more inclined to try to make their voice heard on it and that's why i just want to remind the remind these students of is that like no matter how many comments you may see under that post just know that there's plenty more people that are fought that support what y'all are doing and only the the only people that feel so inclined to speak out are the people who y'all are pissing off and they're not getting you know they're not angry for the right reasons I mean, they're not really angry though they're afraid exactly exactly like anyone that y'all getting under their skin like and it makes them uncomfortable jersey ain't red no feel, more they you're you only feel from people who feel the need to defend themselves i'm gonna say that 
Jersey purple. Jersey is not red anymore. The, no, but it's no, 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 no. The 14 electoral votes for the last two elections have gone the opposite way. Jersey is no longer a red state. Thank God. Although Jersey has a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of KKK members, which I just found out like a couple years ago. No, it's really scary. We're we're a city away from their from the New Jersey KKK stronghold, which there is there are crazy. still sundown towns. That's why yeah. these people need to stop fucking playing. Like the racial climate has not reached a temperature Word, where it's out of control. We was just talking. I was just telling. I was just telling somebody the other day. I was um my first time going down to Rowan University, and I went to First Fridays. Um, I had ended up getting split from my group, so. I was like, you know what, whatever, like the crib right down the street, I'm going to just walk. And they pulled up on me on the street walking. And one of my sisters, like, she hopped out and was, like, barking on me. Like, don't you know, like, you could get kidnapped and, and, and lynched out here? Get your black ass in the car. I'm from Maryland, bro. Like, kids pulled up to my high school with Confederate flags on the, in the back of their, of their car. Like, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not thinking of it. Like I that's that don't but like you know that's different like I ain't have to deal with that. Nah, but like, <laughs> like it, that's that's why they need to take stuff like this more seriously because there's already so much violence, and we know that from Jordan Neely and all these other names that we have to say Sandra Bland. Like you could ju- you, you could do anything being black and die for it. You go to movies, you be driving, you be walking down the street. You be in your backyard. You can be in your bed. Uh, one of my best friends from uh, <laughs> Hampton. almost twenty years now, yo. His his nephew. Brianna Taylor. His nephew by marriage just died. He was eight years old. He got killed in an act of gun violence in Newark like two days ago. Like this is crazy. Um, part of my language. And yeah, it's, it's not an isolated insane. incident. It's everywhere. Like, yo, it's yeah, a cancer. Eight, eight years time. old. Like you Wait, lose what? your your life. Like that's crazy. Tamir Rice is okay, 12. Cool. All right, guys, we're at 42 minutes and 40. So that's 42 minutes of us kind of pouring a lot on the people. No, um, so let's lighten the load a little bit. Y'all really thought Chris Brown was going dead? Where <laughs> God damn you. Let me be the A mic on my show. <laughs> Dead Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Like or not indeed. Bounce, rock, and skate all over Usher in Vegas during a Chris Brown party that was thrown by Usher in the same town that he has this legendary residency that I really want to go see. Me too. I've been looking at tickets. And the tickets are going up. They are raising these fucking ticket prices right now, bro. Yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> I'm like, bro, but he been doing this for a year. I should have got them jumps when they was like a buck eighty something, man. Like, things going to like five hundred a pop now at this point, bro. Like, you know, Usher is a mastermind because let me tell you, he has been creating his own buzz everywhere he goes. It started with that NPR. Then the watch this went viral. The watch this was the but 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 yeah that superstar drama was that, crazy, 
that watch this John. That was watch this. Watch this. That was the petty meme of the. <laughs> but, but, You're not gonna do nothing. Watch but this. all right, let's get back to. It. Have you seen Usher? In we concert? are. We are. Huh? Have you seen Usher in concert? What? Have you seen Usher in concert? Yes. Me too. Yes. I saw I've him during Usher the confessions tour, y'all. I was geeking. That's amazing. Oh That's my god. I, this is when I had the Word Up magazine that I had him on my wall. Like, dog, Usher been that. They need to stop playing with him. He's so powerful. Let me get a little bit more of that. Listen, uh, well, Usher is him. We all know that he Usher is. is him. He been him. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? I feel bad for Chris yeah. Brown. Because, you know, I, I've spoken on Chris Brown, and I really don't, like, I don't know that man, so I don't, I, I don't ever want to give the impression that I'm just judging this person that I don't know so harshly. But, like, with that misinformation, I feel like that was... Wait, so- hold on. You're jumping forward. Because we don't know yet. So. But... Hold on. We got to set the stage before we just keep before we just keep rolling through things. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are recording this a day after this was, rec- this was reported Twitter. by TMZ. Yep. That's who I saw it from. Yep. On this current day that we are now that we are now recording, it has been recorded that both Usher and Chris Brown have performed on the same stage. Usher does not have the reported black eye or broken nose that people have that TMZ has reported. Because he was supposedly jumped, like beat up by multiple members of Chris Brown's team, and yeah, which is crazy. So. He, he Where did we go from here? Video. Who really thought Chris Brown? How do you beat up Usher, bro? I thought we went over this in the Boondocks. Bro. I was about to. I could have sworn bro. Aaron Magruder covered this already. You can't. You can't be the dude that beat up Usher, Tom. Usher. <laughs> like, you can't beat up Usher, Tom. <laughs> I can see if that was Ti. Like, hey, that's Ti. That's a wild Usher, card. Like, <laughs> come on, fam. You can't beat up Usher, bro. Who was really at some point, bro? One of them, I don't care how blood you are, bro. One of them dudes was supposed to say, "Yo, hold on, bro." Make confessions. He made confessions, bro. Yo, he made you got it bad, bro. <laughs> nah. If you was ever in a seven, if you was ever in a drop top, and it just so happened to be seven o'clock, bro. What you you felt just like this man, bro. Like, come on, bro. We can't. U-S- There's certain people H-E-R. in this world that I really don't think can get violated like that, bro. If Usher jumped crazy, then I. Right, but, uh, but for uh, when was Usher ever going to jump crazy on somebody, bro? Honestly, you don't even hear that much about Usher, given the longevity of his career. There's been some hiccups, but you don't usually like in terms of his it's reputation, normally mess though. I don't yeah. think it's him jumping crazy. It's normally messy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that's fair, but it's like, what is the truth? Because they said they had it from good sources that some kind of altercation happened. Hey Amen. And usually TMZ is pretty the, credible. The the makeup always, the makeup but... artist, plastic surgeon, pay everybody. The the um the label uh escalation teams, um PR. HR, all the teams, every department. URL, battle rap, everybody get paid, <laughs> bro. Like Breezy did some stuff with URL. That was that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, them battles was fire. You know what I'm saying? Them battles was definitely fire. 
And there was a girl from Jersey. There was a girl from Jersey. You know what I'm saying, shout out to There was a girl from Jersey who was um just standing right there in the crowd. Like, hey, look at that <laughs> Jersey on the map. She was just standing right there in the crowd. Forgot she worked. Never mind. Um. <laughs> all right. Let's get to our real actual topic. Let's do it. Or does anybody have anything else on on Breezy versus? All I was going to say was that that misinformation was very dangerous for Chris Brown because people would have I think the real story is Chris Brown versus Tiana Taylor. Mm. Because why did y'all go back and forth? And if so, a lot of y'all Chris Brown, Rihanna, Chris Brown haters are going to have to stand up because if Chris Brown got got into it with Tiana over Rihanna, mm, now Chris get into it with Tiana because he – Never mind. Don't worry about it. We're gonna see what comes out. Chris don't fight dudes. Tiana and Rihanna had 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 a had a spat back in the day, in which now the internet is bringing back um, when Tiana changed her Twitter picture to uh, it was a Photoshop picture of her knocking Rihanna out, but the face that they used for Rihanna was the same face from her and Chris Brown. That's so rude and so hurtful. So it was a different time. Tiana was, was the wild, Tiana wild was wrong wish. for that, but the, it was it a different is. time. It still, is. it still is. It was a different time. But like Rihanna wasn't a billionaire yet, and she was clapping back too. Like the internet was but different. Rihanna, back yeah, then. if you know how Rihanna was going on Twitter back then, that's kind of like Rihanna that's. You know what I mean, like real, that's right. in bounds if you ask me, boy. Rihanna was going crazy back then, bro. When she told Sierra, bro, my favorite Rihanna moment was when she told Sierra, where Sierra was like, I could I could book a bigger, way bigger stage than you, or, or I've been on way bigger stages than you, and Rihanna retweet, you know what I'm saying, at you, Sierra, good luck booking that stage. Gag, gag. We ain't see Sierra till future. I'm serious, bro. Nah, I packed her up. And she packed Sierra packed up, but up. we did not see Sierra back again until she started dating Future. Yeah. That's not a joke. Yeah. Anyways. I was there. On to our real topic for the day. Let's get back to the ignorance. <laughs> this is where I fly. Pick your cup up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. We bike, we bike, we bike. <laughs> wow, you're good at that. No, Kai's really good with sound effects. Hell I'm yeah. impressed. Okay, how do you know how do you is there a a ticker for like I I might I know I'm kind of like pushing my like pretty privilege limit, but no. I might be going oh no you just go for it. <laughs> Shorty's is arrogant, boy. <laughs> What's that mean, girls? Quote. Oh what hell no! Nah. Wait 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 wait. I use my pretty girl playlist today. Wait, wait, <laughs> you switch with me. Oh man, on the spot. <laughs> I got the camera. Don't worry. So you got me in front of my own cameras. Ask him the same question. <laughs> <laughs> so, how has privilege, how has pretty privilege worked for you? <laughs> Does colorism exist? What places has pretty privilege taken you? How far? Hmm. 
I don't feel like I've. <laughs> I don't feel like I've benefited from pretty progress. You're Stop. literally. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the cat, like, you're like, you're literally like flexing by accident. You're like, I don't I, think that. <laughs> I don't think I've benefited for pretty privilege. I don't think. What? What? I guess. What's the situation? Like, what's the scenario? What's the scenario? When has being good looking worked for you? All right. Favorite? Look, 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 look. You know that there's certain things that you can get away with that certain people can't is there a do you have a limit do you have a ticker when you might say to yourself yo i might be pushing i might be pushing my limit with this like say you meet a girl and she's open to having you know a fun time type of conversation you're at a bar she's loose y'all dancing together y'all drinking she's vibing you would, would you throwing at her she's throwing back now you thinking god i want to grab that hey man like is there a ticker in your head that says, I don't know, man. I mean, I could do this, but like, you get what I mean with the, yeah, with the, with the privilege? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, that's not even his brand. Mike wouldn't do that. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> do I, I not like, know Mike? I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know you. I, I feel like I say this. I feel like there's a lot of situations where like, because that's not my brand, like I can still get the same result and not have to do much, or I won't have to do anything. Yeah, that, that's the most pretty yeah. privileged shit that's you could have said. He like. said, "Yo, yo, all you gotta do is stand here." Stand here, <laughs> yo, yo. What, what kind is that? My presence, uh, my presence. Uh, uh, like, yo, uh, uh, uh. he said, "All I gotta do is post up." All I gotta do is lean on this bar right here and flex my shirt a little bit. No, he always wear tight shirts. That is your brand. <laughs> I mean, are the shirts tight or are they just small on you? Um, <laughs> no. I feel like I don't know. I feel like everybody has that though, like in a different way. Okay. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. if you go into a situation like you have like X Y Z, or you know, like off rip, no matter who's in there, what's happening, like you know, you what you're gonna get. I, f- nah. I, I think I think it's um a lot of it has to do with like reading the room. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like a lot of that pretty privileged stuff comes down. Like they're really good at gauging where the conversation going. You know what I mean? Like I like I could sense it off of you that you might let me get away get away with a little bit more than the average. You know what I mean? Like I'm not speaking from experience, but like. <laughs> I think you may have benefited from pretty good. There's a downside to that as well, yeah. Girls see that cur- them curls and get oh, weak, Kai. Stop, fu- stop fucking playing. Good on you, Moria. But yeah, it's a downside to that whole pretty privilege shit as well, man. Because well, you like, have tall privilege. Yeah, yeah word. You, I mean, I look good too. You get like no, that. you <laughs> definitely do, definitely do. But like you, oh, you, so you got it twice. You got it two times. That, that's what we saying though. Like, well, I was working in customer service, and there's this one girl, my coworker, or whatever. And I, you know, from the first time I got there, I'm like, oh, I was on her body texture. I'm like, oh, I like her, da, 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 whatever. Never really got through. Never really got through. I just come to find out yesterday, literally on Twitter. Back to my man's told me like, yo, I actually know I ain't get through. He's like, oh. You used to get so many girls' numbers at the job. Da, da, da. She said that's why she ain't fuck with you. Oh, I'm like, what? I'm like yo, I was. I'm like, that's I was a good follow up question. Da, 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 you know, I'm like, yo, I'm happen. single. I was just enjoying myself, trying to figure out what I'm doing. So has your mileage caught up to y'all? But, 
Everyone has mileage, but like, has it been like you have talked to such a saturation of women that women don't want to talk to you because of what they perceive? Or you've talked to their Only friends. Only on Facebook, not in real life. Or, <laughs> I feel like perceived, yeah. Oh, I feel yeah. like mileage, not so much. Eh. Well, like perceived, yeah. Like there's times where people don't even know me. Be like, just be like, mileage catch up. I'm really you just trying. look like. You some, look like trouble. You look yeah. like. That's what I get. Like, Bro, I, yo, like, I get. You look like you would cheat on me. Not? I get that all the time. Like, what do you? What do you? We don't, we don't got to talk about my son. I'm like, yo, we don't got to talk about signs. He's a Gemini. That's why he don't want to talk about it. I'm a Gemini, but I'm on the cusp. So really, I'm like a Cancer. Technically, I'm a Gemini. Oh, I'm so over water size. Huh? Water size is the shit. Mine May 22nd. Not to date. Gemini by a day. God, listen, man. Not to date. What that? What DBSN say? Women like men, other women like. That's just something that everyone know. Yeah, facts. Cause, cause, nah, cause think I'm about it, about like, cause, cause think, think about what, like, you, like, think about what on average, at least what's circulating in social media, like, you know, the success, the money, like having your life together and stuff like that. That's all earned and it comes with status. And nine times out of 10, if you know, that's what other women are looking for, you know, other women are probably looking at this dude the same way that you are. So now I don't like it go back to like that self-confidence. I feel like, like if you feel like. You might be batting out of your league. Maybe you actually do take a step back. You know what I mean? Or you reach higher. All right, tag me back in. <laughs> Yo, that was the that was the gateway I was looking for. Because honestly, wait, don't don't you do it? He just segued me. He just segued you. Ain't nobody come to see you. So that's. Ain't nobody not, coming to see you. That, that, that is not what I was saying. That's not what I, that's not what I said at all to her. Oh shit! Oh, that's nuts, bro. Ain't nobody coming to see you. All right, so listen. So you just damn it. I lost it. The point was at some point. There's a limit to your pretty privilege, right? And now at that point, you're living above your means. It's like that for everybody. Sometimes you're shooting out of your league. That's what it is. Yeah. There were times where I didn't know it was ball games that I could play in, bro. I was I was out of my league. I was just happy to be in the arena. Little did I know, I was on the free throw line. (laughs) Yo, no. I didn't know. It just happened. I got thrown in tech. Carla, go shoot. Like, <laughs> how, I, but you know, I always tell you, you have a very particular charm about you. Yeah, I get I, that on my level, bro. On my level, I'm him. But <laughs> I've been in levels where I should not be him. I was just about to say before you continue, you sometimes you don't know when you're abusing your privilege or whatever. But you definitely know when you're living above your means. Like oh, you, yeah. you will realize quick when you're living too well. Like, but I like, think that's only us. <laughs> I don't think women have that. I don't, see, look, women don't have that, which is why you get the audacity from somebody <laughs> that knows the standard. Like this is a, okay all the time. So like. let today be the day, yo. Let me, no, no, let me not let today be the day because today's not going to be doing anything. Women going to be women regardless. We're just going to point out the fact that men understand that. We have certain limitations, and a woman is going to push those limits. And at that time, you start to live above your means, boo boo. 
And when you live in a bubble, it's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> he got me a little bit. You ate that just a little bit. Hold on, boo boo. <laughs> Six plus two, you ate that just a little bit, okay? Just a little bit. Chill off me. I can't wait to add all the drops in post production. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yo, what did I keep saying? I'm gonna get our, I'm gonna get the whole soundboard situated again. And Please, I never do. you might as well. Oh, man. Graduate, bruh. We graduated from using that damn mixer, and having to carry that here every week. But anyways, but you know what? Like, I I think you bring up a good point. Like, we always talk about male egos, but women have astronomical ego. Oh no, this still Dang. stays on the male ego too. Dang, but yeah, go ahead. For saying that though. No, it, like it, it goes without showing because it goes it, like it goes with for saying because I I just I see what is possible, you know. In fact, like when you see how other women maneuver in different relationships, like you're like, damn, he took her to Mykonos. Like you, you, you just start putting shit together. You're just like, yo, I'm not asking for too much because somebody will do it and. Yeah, it's. I think it's just yo, about stopping limitations about another, on yourself. Yo, matter of fact, after the pod, I'm gonna I'm find it and I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna show y'all. But I just found out about another spot. Somebody will like do another it. international spot that like. But not for you. It's gonna probably it's gonna be like another two years and it's up for that. Like everybody gonna be there, but we we got a chance now. I wanna hear about it. Yeah, we gonna find that. Peace. Yes. <laughs> I can find. I think I saved it. So is that the topic? Yeah. That was my topic. This that was just it was my topic was literally just a quick rant about living above you. I don't remember. I don't even remember how I got to this because I didn't write that down, which I should have. But um, I, I'm pretty sure it probably has something to do with Love Is Blind. We did talk about Love Is Blind at the mix, but uh, um, we but we, gotta we lost that back. audio. Yeah, we could talk about it. And I want to see how some of those couples come out. Yeah. But Love is Blind, like, the whole collection. You watch Love is Blind? Okay. Do you watch it? I don't know. We're going to do a sit-down sit recap, bro. No, like, honestly, they do it every year. There's probably one in circulation happening that's yeah. going to happen next year. And I think one thing I realized about this season is, like, they always talk about the experiment, experiment. I was able to fall in love with somebody, like, inside the pods. Mm. But they don't talk about the same gender experiment that's happening while the experiment is happening like for example there are two characters there's a girl named micah and there's a girl named irena on the show they were close friends but they were like on some high school mean girl shit and they were like laughing at girls when they were crying like just kind of like you could tell but you could tell that micah wasn't always completely comfortable with the it was the other one that was the ringleader, and Micah was kind of just a follower. But you could tell away. she was, you could tell she was like uncomfortably going along with it for some of them. Some for of them some she of was it, being some of the shit she was with, other shit she was with. Um, but they were two peas in a pod. But I bring them up because in one instance, Micah's future fiance at the time had sent another woman flowers. And when Micah saw that, she dropped who she was talking to and wanted to get with him immediately because of what she saw him doing for another woman. She's mm. never seen this man at this point. He, she just likes how he's treating her. Yeah, Paul. Well, Paul. I mean, it was Paul. Paul. I mean, Paul messed it up in the amp. Well, damn. You know what? But Whatever, then in the, but... in the second instance, Irina, 
Irina was in competition with Bliss. That's the one that was living above her means. We gonna and get back to this after that. Bliss made her future fiance cupcakes. The girl who was saying that she wanted to be with Zach, that was the other guy, she forgot his birthday. So when she saw this girl making such a great gesture, she went into the pods before her, ruined the birthday surprise, said, listen, you know, other people are doing shit for you, but like, so what? I still care about you. Like, buttered him up, ruined the other girl's surprise, and Zach still chose Irina. And the girls that were in competition won over the other girls that wanted those men in a more genuine, sincere way. In the end, in the end, him and Irina don't even make it past the next step. They they take a trip. Everybody they take the couples that made it on a the trip. They to did Mexico. not smash. <laughs> they did not. They did not make it through Mexico. I'm pretty sure the Mexico trip was like a three day trip, bro. But like they, they slept two, with pillows in between over, them. Like they done. They they done up. You know what I'm saying? And then Zach ended up with, with Bliss again in the end. You know what I'm saying? But He should um, have been with her from the start. Irina was living above her means. And in that time, you really have to sit there and look at, like, who do you think you are? When you so, say above your means, I need you to expound upon that. She's not cute enough to be saying the things that she was doing to be that nasty, to be that, to have those type of, like, you know who really be living above? Sorry that this is a little bit of a nah, let's go. But it's still on top. No, nah, let's go. You know who be living above their means? That loud ass ratchet friend in the group who always think they fucking run shit. When we talk about because women, they, they have to, they means. have to, they like, have to. They breathe on proximity. Yeah, that it? control issue. Yeah. Because then, honestly, they be with cute bitches, so they see what cute bitches get away with, and in their mind, they are cute bitches. So but they have to advocate bro. for themselves to let you know that they're cute bro. because you're probably not just gonna think they're cute. I cannot stand it doing too much. I've been that. I've been that, but I feel like I've been that person as having to be the funny friend. I had. I've had to walk onto a college campus with him and with Lane in their primes. And Connor. And Connor, a white boy wearing J's with stupid long hair at the time, bro. Long hair Connor was dangerous. But dog, I yeah, I mean, like yo, I was, I was, I was that kid. Bro. Bro, I was that kid at the playground, bro. Like I already know I'm gonna get picked last. But you know so what? I don't I think that's gotta fair. Strike. I don't think that's fair. So wait, 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 wait. Is there a thing amongst the women group if you pick the least good looking out of the friend group? Whether the whole friend group looks good or not, if you pick the least good looking out of the friend group, is that like a stain in like the women group chat? I've <laughs> I've done that by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I, 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 I introduced to the I, 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 I didn't see the whole crew. <laughs> but that's not what it was about. I was city girl with him anyway. So. No, but you know, but like that ratchet friend is the is the truth though. Like again, you can take it back to another Boondocks reference when Granddad was dating the crazy girl, and it was all her friend talking. About, girl, you need to tie him up in the basement and make make sure he know who love you. Type it like yo. It always be the one that like 
why like you giving the worst advice and it be the and she be single like, yeah bro. that's and why the worst part about them is they be like that everywhere not just in their hood or whatever like yo I went all the way to Miami like they out there like, oh that's the number like, one be, spot that you're gonna find like, that in bro, Miami like, yo Miami we had a conversation here before Miami is one of those places like if you're pretty if, if you really want to see how cute you are go to Miami yo no <laughs> as like, cute as you are you don't got a BBL baby <laughs> You might be a Jersey eight and it's turn into that, a five in I f- Miami. I feel like that's the same. I went up in my. I, yeah. I'm not gonna cap, bro. I went up in Miami. Bro, I think I did too. I, I feel like I was at the time. I was a Jersey six seven. I went to Miami and became an eight nine real quick, bro. I was like, what, bro? Right. Something about the the way the sun was hitting. What was hitting, bro? Like I feel like that's a very similar reality I was check. Like, looking crazy. You you might. I feel like that's a very similar reality check. Like you was a you was used to being like an eight nine in high school, and then you went to college and you fucked around and became a five type shit. Like oh boy, I love boy. You love to see it. Humbling. <laughs> you love bro, humbling. To see it, man. That, I'm happy. I stayed a consistent whatever the hell I am. <laughs> no bullshit. From high school to college, I've been the same nigga. But you know what? That's what I wanted to say. Because, like, yeah, your friends are handsome. You are, too. But you have a lot of charisma. You, have, right. you have a lot of, uh, you have a lot you, of swagger. Thank you, You don't have to bet. I, I I love you, but every time I point out that somebody that there's another man that I that, that's probably more attractive to women, where you don't have to big me up. No, because I'm even though you, even though they you, even though, even though Morio, I'm not telling you to stop it. <laughs> you don't have to. But I'm, just, I I'm just pointing out that my close friend also has shining qualities. It's oh okay. no! Listen, listen, you, listen. The funny thing is, I'm t- like I told y'all about like Rutgers. Yo, why do we go to Rutgers? Exactly. <laughs> if we was at Rutgers, we was at Rutgers, at least New Brunswick. We was at New Brunswick, it was because of me. Right. Your words. That's what's in colleges to get so you to. So if anything, it was more of a boost because it was like, yo, like, I pull up and shorty like, oh, it's him. And then her friends is there and they like, she like, oh my God, he brought some. You ever, he brought some hitters. You ever yeah. like, you ever come on, to man? Do with something on your campus. Say you going through a drought, whatever, and then you go to another campus and you get through that same night, bro. Bro, right. that's uh, what I'm saying. But you got to change the environment. I, nah, listen, you got to January was it January January second January second, 2013, man. We hit Rutgers. The next day we hit Bloomfield. The next day we hit some other school. Boy, I'm three for three on that. <laughs> bro, listen, I was a Seton Hall six. I was a Montclair eight, That's boy. Like, crazy, like, yo, I was just Think about miles. where you were. Montclair? I was a, Mont- I was a Montclair in Bloomfield That's eight, bro, boy. Bro. I didn't really, like, do a whole lot of... Whatever we was at Seton Hall, we was 15s at Bloomfield, boy. You feel me, yo? Boy. I was batting a 1,000 at Bloomfield. I forgot. <laughs> I was dancing in the middle of the circle. I forgot that I gave them a different name. So all of a sudden, all I, I'm dancing. All I hear is go Kareem, go Kareem, go Kareem. I'm dancing. I'm like, yo, Kareem, he killing that shit. Yeah, I'm crying. I'm crying. You know, that is, you know, living above your means do got me thinking. Cause like when you're in different environments, that will give you different indicators of where you at in attractiveness. Cause when I was in Louisiana, I had a Bentley pull up on me. I had to tell that. Oh, no, nah, you're definitely a, a Louisiana 28. Yo, no <laughs> bullshit, boy. 
Because you automatically, you automatically give off prissy. She's not from here, and even if she is from here, she prissy. She, I mean, she up there. You gonna have to do that, you know what I mean? Bro, yeah. I, I went to NJIT. They was just happy to not see a Patel. Like no bullshit. <laughs> Yo, I know your hair was going nuts, boy. Your hair was doing numbers out there, boy. Bro, the ratio at NJIT is like 70-30, boy. Like, For real? It's a lot more dudes that go to NJIT. Oh, than oh, no. I thought you meant the other way. Yeah, but nah, you know, it's a STEM-based school. Exactly. Yeah, so. that's why. But yeah, yeah man. man, they was happy to not see that. Can I buy you a drink? Boy, it's a, cu- oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a it's a couple Kai. baddies over there. Kai, no. <laughs> no, that is not okay. No, no, no. It's not, but dog, let's sit, bro. Let's let's call a spade a spade, bro. Y'all ever been to Hoboken when they come out in droves, bro? No, I They they done chased me and all and the, the homegirls over the, the camera. Over the damn dance floor, bro. They will literally come between your group. In like in like droves and it's like they be like bouncing, bro. Like it's I like a we're like a little bounce. Like and they'll yeah, come, yeah, yeah they'll come yeah, through yeah, your yeah. and then try to like literally. Like, it'll be like three of them trying to target one woman what? and your entire group. And I'm sorry to generalize, but this has happened on like four different occasions, specifically in Hoboken. Oh my god, y'all got to stop. Which one of us do you like? We all have the same last name. See me, I'm ten. <laughs> 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 Yo, alright, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, do we have anything else for this episode today? Don't cancel me. Oh, that how high. long have we been recording? We had an hour 12. Oh, oh yeah, man, we out of here, bro. Listen, y'all, we done recorded, this is our second podcast that we recorded today. Somebody else did a whole music video shoot. Um, our cameraman is tired. We've, we've been working. drinking for the last he wanna go four home. hours. <laughs> he is home. That's the worst thing about it is he lives here. <laughs> That's not his business. If I right. gotta go through it with them, I, I gotta live here. You don't. Man, we'll bleep it out, man. Hey, man. Woe Chill Wednesday. We appreciate y'all. Uh, again, you can follow the gang. Um, y'all want to give y'all social media? Illuminati. <laughs> Be careful on Facebook. He dangerous. Quella's an absolute animal on Facebook. Only when I'm ready. I disappear for a long time. And, I and then you just pop back out, bro. I be, I be peeping it, bro. I, I throw you a like every now and then, bro. I be on, I, I be on there, bro. Ever since I realized that the hood brought Facebook back. Oh no, I be lurking, bro. Nah, nah. I be nah. lurking. I'm crazy still not over cool saying for full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm obsessed, so don't be surprised. Yo, relax. Nullify the rest of that statement, yo. Don't say what he was disclosing, yo. Y'all are all sluts. You can follow Moriel at wishing it was me. <laughs> you can follow me at a y e e underscore t u n d e. That's a tune four or five. What it do, man? Y'all can follow me at Jordan underscore the word 40, number five. You know what I'm saying? You'll see the most recent EP that we just dropped. Check that out, too. What's it called? It's called All Right, Let's Do It by our boy Lane. Come on, man. We need to get paid from that, bro. What's you up, really? yo? I ain't, how am I the A&R and I ain't seen the splits, bro? This is nuts. All right. Speaking of, all right, ladies and gentlemen. It's, oh, damn. See, look. This is why I told you about my watch, brother. Don't fuss it. We out of here, bro. That's how the episode ends, bro. Ain't like cutting that, yo. Put it, yo. Put a blur on my wrist. <laughs> we out. Put it. Put a. Won't chill. Won't chill. Won't chill. Calling all men. Calling all women. Time to get it popping. No topic off limits. People spitting facts and it's real hard hitting. Couple minutes later, everybody start tripping. Saying that your mama ain't raised no bitch.
it all out, man, we ain't gonna snitch. You might find out that you ain't tough shit. And you might find out that you can't suck dick. This is podcast where the people come and verbalize all of their experience and how they feel and hurt inside. Talk for long enough and all the answers will be sure to find. Everything cool up until a certain road arrives. Hey, What's the topic tonight? Letting chaos thrive or we stopping the fight? Conversation getting too hot for the mic. If the party get a little too rocking, I'm like, yo, chill. Chill, 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 chill,